And coming back to the second part of embedded sensing and what you may be about an intelligence uh, we're trying to achieve in some robotics. So why design sensing, uh, for me, sensing work or sensor itself is so challenging in the field. Where's this come from, the challenging? What is the critical element that we have faced in designing soft sensor or embedded and soft robot? I think a main challenge is uh, to create a sensor that is actually soft, that has a similar softness or flexibility to the structure that is embedded in. So that we need to match the elasticity of the sensor and the structure so that we don't have any kind of interface problems, delamination effects and so on. So that's mm. one aspect is how to manufacture sensors, which sensors, which materials to use, which um, kind of um, conductivity or sensing principles to use in those materials and how and in which conditions are those appropriate or can be integrated in kind of soft robotic systems. So that's one question. The other question mm -hmm. is how to then arrange the sensors. So which are the dominant um, kinematic, um, kinematic primitives, if you want, where we can arrange those sensors to get the key information out of the sensor that can then allow us to control a robot like that. And so that's another question is how to arrange sensors. Do we just distribute them widely throughout the entire structure? Do we have certain uh, uh, methods how to uh, direct their integration? Or also how do we use this data to then have a neural network that um, operates based on this uh, sensor output? All of these mm -hmm. are really open questions that the field is just starting now to study. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting point about how you arrange them because do you think for for your for your research how you managed to maybe make a certain structure or topology for the sensor network? How you approach that um, the arrangement of the sensor to detect certain behavior? If you can tell us how you approach this design process of arranging sensor network embedded in the soft material? Yeah, so we um, we integrate them um, alongside very dominant uh, extension. Uh, axis of the structure, but then also we um, overload the structure with more sensors that are actually needed, and then we use that for neuro, um, with a neural network to control or kind of get some kind of overall image of the structure. However, mm -hmm. this is really ongoing work, and so we are you know still exploring different methods, and depending on the application or the depending on the morphology of the structure and what the structure should do, uh, different approaches to this um, are useful. So if it's something that is just a one-dimensional hinge, for example, it's of course not the same that if it's some three-dimensional structure that changes the topology very in a very complex manner. So it really depends very much on the embodiment of this particular structure. Yeah. And for the challenge of, of combining like biohybrid material, as you, say, as you mentioned, uh, the third element, what do you think the most challenging part about combining different material? As you mentioned, there's issue about delimination, and we try to match this, the, the mechanical properties of the different material that we combine. But for you, what do you think the most challenging part in designing my hybrid actuator? It depends which materials are used, right? If it's a mammalian cells or muscle cells, mm -hmm. or if it's a plant material, plant cells, uh, it's, it's very different. So there are different challenges that come in, but overall it's about um, the challenges how to uh, initiate motion, so how to use these materials and use uh, triggers to initiate certain actuation for this. 
and then also how to um, grow them, how to integrate them, how to keep them alive within a robotic mm -hmm. system. So, and this then becomes very specific on one or the other, uh, which, which um, structure or material is used for that. So, if I ask you how you would define, as you mentioned, physical uh, intelligence, or physical AI intelligence, what you, what you mentioned about definitions of robotics. So, if you can tell us how you see the, um, the optimum intelligence in soft robotics, is it designing um, maybe different material? For example, we have the question, what kind of material we have to design? Is it we have to maintain the viscoelasticity properties or we have to get elastic material? How do you see the intelligence in soft robot? Yeah, so it, I mean, it's very difficult to define what intelligence exactly is. But yeah. one way how to look at this is that we uh, consider the input-output relationship and what happens in between. So what does the robot or the structure see and what does it do based on this? And so if we have materials that then can act as computing, computing units, I think we have some kind of intelligence. This can be chemical triggers that initiate certain motion in the material or contraction or adaptation or any kind of process that has an input-output relationship. And so then on a material level, this is one material intelligence approach. But then if we integrate it in a structure, it should aid in certain motion, for example. So having using this input-output um, behavior of the materials to have a higher level motion or a higher level locomotion um, of the structure or the robot. And so this could be different forms of intelligence or abstraction of, of intelligence in terms of the integration and the uh, overall capability. Mm -hmm. So whether this is called computation or not is, uh, is a very good question. So how do we define computation? Can we think of fluid logic as a computational framework and so on? And these are very important and uh, interesting questions that I think also the field is now exploring. Great.